Hey everyone, welcome back to the Everyday Mental Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda. On today's episode, I am chatting with Anisha. She is a multi-talented actress, coach, and podcast host. We talk about a variety of subjects, including mental wellness. It's a great episode, and I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the podcast, Anisha. We're so happy to have you here. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. And can you tell the listeners a little bit about you and your background? Sure. So I am based in London. I am pretty much uh, an actress um, for the majority of the time. I I also have uh, my own podcast called Unplug with Annie, which is just kind of a year and a half old uh, venture sort of side hustle, something that I really enjoy doing. And I've recently acquired my life coaching diploma. So that's something very new, which um, where I'm working with a few people at the moment. So that's exciting too. And um, I've, I've done a bit of work out in India too. So I've sort of been back and forth, but my main base would definitely be London. That's so great. So it sounds like you have your hands in a bunch of different pots, which I love. <laughs> I try to, yeah. definitely try to. Yeah, I, uh, I own a marketing agency. I run this website, I have a podcast in grad school. So I tend to, I just totally bond with people who definitely mm-hmm. have a bunch of different disciplines. So that's so cool. Yeah. So how long have you been an actress for? Um, so acting is kind of like as long as I remember, I decided when I was around 12 years old, that it's something I really wanted to do. So I just started by getting involved in school plays and like just just kind of immersing myself any way I could. And I was always pretty artistic. So it was always like, you know, drawing and painting and dancing and music. And so I figured that, you know, the arts definitely was a calling. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you know, as, as school progressed, I was always fascinated with psychology and human behavior too. So I feel like both kind of mesh together quite well. Um, but acting, yeah, it's something I was super passionate about and, and started doing like school plays and then some fringe theatre and then an opportunity kind of got me uh, testing for a feature film which was to be shot in India. So it was a Bollywood feature and that kind of took me out there and then that specific project didn't work out but it had opened a door and I decided to sort of explore that opportunity a bit more and then um, that, that just was the beginning of a a relationship of going back and forth and and spending a lot of my time in India doing work there. So I feel very lucky to have had those opportunities as well. But um, I think right now where I am in my life, I would love to sort of broaden my horizon and and, and do, even in regards to the acting, be able to do work sort of across the globe. Um, It's more internationally is something which really interests me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's so cool that you have that that background. And I think there's a lot of relational intersections with the creative arts and psychology. And it tends to, from what I experienced with guests on the podcast, a lot of individuals who may have mental health struggles or not, they tend to find that the creative arts is definitely an outlet for them. Um, so that's, yeah, there's definitely some cool intersections there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And so you said you've had a podcast for about a year and a half. Uh, what do you talk about on that podcast? 
Yeah, so um, I think I was always just, I found it very easy to talk to people from a very young age. I always took it as a gift that people would uh, quite easily approach me and also trust me with what they were sharing and, and be able to have conversations very easily. So I think talking to people and developing friendships with people was something that I genuinely did not see like as an accessory or another skill. I just thought that it was just very much part of me, but um, I enjoyed it so much. And I was just, you know, like tampering around on the idea of what else I could be doing. And a friend um, about a year and a half ago had suggested that, oh, you should, you know, you should start a podcast. And I kind of thought that, you know, there was a lot which went into it. And I just thought that I was not sort of qualified enough to start one. And, um, and then I did some research and I realized, okay, it's not as difficult as I thought to start one up. And, um, and then it kind of just begun from there where I started having conversations more with people that I knew in my somewhat inner circle, but then I branched out with actually contacting people around the globe and, um, and, and just like yourself, you know, hosting this podcast um, online, I, I just started approaching people who um, really interested me, who I've been following for a long time on social media, who had inspired me in some way or form. And, um, and, and then it just kind of started this momentum with it. But essentially, it is about everyone's journey, because I feel everyone has a voice, everyone has a story, and it's an opportunity for people to share their stories, but it's also centered around specific themes. So depending on what series it is, I've had a range of people. Um, the current series is called Ignite. So I have a bunch of creatives from photographers to directors to actors to uh, directors of photography and uh, interior designers. And it's all sort of more arts-based, but on previous series I've had entrepreneurs, I've had um, a solely female-led series, which is more about self-love and self-worth and, and, um, and, and our struggles with mental health. And then there's been some which are more business and fitness orientated. So I like to think there's something for everyone. I think that's a bit of my problem. Like you just kind of want to cater, <laughs> you want to cater to everyone and do everything. Um, but um, I really, I really enjoy it. It gives me an opportunity to really meet people like yourself and also get to know them. And I, I just find that fascinating. Oh, I love it. I, yeah, I, I was kind of in the same boat. We, this website's gone through a few rebranding. So this podcast launched, um, I think a few months ago, but we had a previous podcast and I have a co-host who joins me on some episodes and yeah, it's so about, I just love storytelling. I just love listening to people. I find people fascinating, their backgrounds and yeah, we, we definitely have a mental health focus, but like you said, we've had on entrepreneurs and activists, therapists, I mean, the whole kind of wide range of people. So, cause I think the interesting thing is that regardless of someone's background or experience, we all have these common connections, right? And so my yeah. common connection with connecting people is this awareness of mental health and mental wellness. And whether that's a direct relation or it's based on a community or a family perspective. Uh, so I just, I love the median of, of podcasting. It, it's so cool. It is, it is, it's, it's fun, isn't it? 
Yeah, I love it so much. Um, <laughs> and since you did bring it up, could you tell us a little bit about your mental health background, if you want to dive into that a little bit? Sure. So, I mean, mental health is something which uh, I think I've always been interested in before, like the umbrella kind of became, I think now we're, we're, we're at a point where it, it's just so talked about at least a lot more that I think um, it, it's really great people are having these conversations now. But I think I've definitely had my struggles with my own mental health at various times of my life in terms of just um, especially at times of transition, you know, growing up. And I think and, and that's the thing. I mean, I truly believe that in the school sphere um, that that there needs to be something to aid mental health. It should be something that children are learning about from a young age, because I've always felt like you're thrown into the world and um, not really equipped to maneuver around it in the best way possible. You know, you've um, and we all start carrying trauma from a very young age. And um, and when we don't deal with it, because we don't know how to deal with it, um, you know, it builds up over time and it, it gets carried into our relationships, into our work life, um, into all areas of our lives. And it, it can really be a blockage preventing us from really living our best life. That's how I see it. And I think I... I think internally I ha have had various struggles also being uh, brought up in an Asian family where, um, you know, and it, it, it's no one's fault. Uh, I mean, I had a, I had a wonderful upbringing, wonderful childhood, no complaints really, but it's just our parents can only teach us what they know mm -hmm. and only as much as they know. And I think there's definitely certain dynamics which are more pertained to Asian families too, like, um, there is a certain level of codependency. There is um, there is uh, a certain amount of not talking about certain things, certain things being taboo. Um, lots of different kind of situations which create challenges. Um, which on, on you know on the surface everything looks fine, but I think when you really dig deep, you can see that there's a lot more than meets the eye. There's a lot going on. So I think I, I just feel mental health is something that I'm extremely passionate about because of all of this. And then as I've continued to study psychology to a certain degree and and then also do this life coaching, I feel like I've learned so much about human behavior that you, you kind of want to help educate others about it, too. Oh, gosh, I 100% agree when you started talking about integrating this into the school systems and then also the importance of the cultural aspects when it comes to mental health, uh, you know, here in the US, there's so many different backgrounds and cultures and religions and orientations. And so, like, yeah, you can't paint it all with like a broad paintbrush. But again, I think it's really important just to even start these conversations with children. Because like you said, with transitions, when I was in my adolescence, I had such a hard time going from high school to college when I was like 17, 18, that like jump into quote unquote adulthood. Um, and I just had so much anxiety all the time. And I just, I didn't know how to deal with it, you know? And um, luckily I was able to get into therapy and I worked on it that way. But I think a lot of it could have been prevented if I had talked about my feelings, if I knew what I was going through was actually normal. Um, so it's so important. It is, it is. And 
Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's it's getting younger and younger, isn't it? Like as to the age kids are experiencing anxiety. I mean, I don't think I really knew what that term really meant at like, you know, eight, nine, ten years old. But um, it, it's kind of crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy what's happening and, you know, increase in depression and anxiety. And yeah, generally uh, mental health being, uh, you know, quite a problem, which I think we need to we need to take more seriously for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I can't imagine, you know, I'm 30 now. I can't imagine what the generations coming up with all the pressures of being on social media and just constantly being on. I, I kind of grew up at a time where I had social media more in later adolescence and in um, high school. So it's, you know, it's all these pressures that we had before, but it's so magnified now. And, and you get the online bullying and um, I just, I feel for the younger generations. And so I know you've talked a little bit about how you recently started um, a coaching practice. So can you tell us a little bit about that and maybe some areas you specialize in? Sure. So um, I always find it quite interesting with coaching because I feel like there's, you know, there's a fine line sometimes between coaching and therapy. And, um, you know, I'm not a qualified therapist by any means, but I think what happens is when you study psychology and you study coaching, it kind of, you know, depending on who you're working with, sometimes clients still um, still have that expectation and and do treat you a little bit like a therapist as well. So I feel like you need to you need to remain open in this process of of being a coach and uh, in terms of what that looks and feels like to someone. But I honestly see coaching as a collaborative, you know, partnership with someone. And it's more, I mean, with me and what I'm personally doing and how I've set it up is it's about clearly defining what your goals are and, and really being able to see whether you're living in alignment with those goals. Because quite often the case is, uh, you know, when you feel like something's missing, a certain component's missing, it's chipping away at all other areas in your life. And sometimes you don't see it as a person being in it. And it, it, it's sometimes helpful to work with someone to just aid you in the right direction. And um, so hopefully I, I, you know, I come on board, I work with you and I just provide you with some tools and principles that you can apply in your life immediately. Um, and also just, just work with you one-on-one -on -one in terms of understanding if there's any unhelpful patterns or um, basically thinking patterns which are causing unhelpful behavior and uh, looking at things like limiting beliefs that you might have um, and, and, and basically aiding this, this process where hopefully, you know, when, when you're done working with me after three months or whether you decide to continue and do six months, which I do highly recommend. I, I, what I've seen working with people is that there's a tremendous difference when you feel like there is someone you can be accountable to, there is someone that can help guide you, that can really listen to you and not just listen for the sake of replying, but really listen and, and try to understand you uh, through their lens and, um, and definitely not make you do anything, but help guide you and you at the end of the day go on and make decisions based on everything that you're learning so um it's a beautiful i mean i really like to see it as as a friendship essentially mm -hmm. um where you're just committing to this role of a coach 
and and using your experience to help other people right yeah and i've always kind of seen coaching as more of a personal relationship obviously it's per professional um but there's this there's this very much like removal in, in the therapeutic process when you're working with a therapist. And it also tends to be a lot more clinical too. So True. if you're going in for anxiety, you're kind of like working through that stuff. Whereas with a coach, it's really great that, you know, goal setting is such a major thing and it's really someone to hold you accountable and check in see how things are going. But it's also that element too of unpacking, like you said, those self limiting beliefs and where where that's coming from. Right. And so that could be causing some anxiety in someone's life. Absolutely, for sure. And it, it, it usually is the case. And, and the reason I mentioned, you know, the fine line with the therapy initially as well is because without kind of understanding some history of a client, it's very difficult to uh, connect the dots at times. And therefore there is a certain amount of um, encouraging a client to delve into their upbringing and talk a little bit about what life has been like up until now of you know what they're what they've been doing what their relationships are like um what their personal lives are like and it's all just to get a broader understanding otherwise i feel like you develop a very subjective view and um it's not really being as authentic as you could be to the process and i definitely feel as a coach i'm able to aid better having that information as well and therefore you know that can sometimes happen in therapy as well which is why i think people sometimes tend to get confused between the two right right absolutely yeah and yeah i think for some people when there's kind of not that full awareness of, of the different modalities it can kind of seem like they're the same thing but i i see them very kind of differently and i think there's there's benefits to both in people's lives um yeah. it's just it you know it's a different perspective and again i think with a coach um a coach can kind of be a little bit more transparent uh, because there's just so many you know, just like so many regulations when, when you're a therapist that there's certain things like you can't disclose. And again, you know, you want to be safe and, and protect yourself at the end of the day. But, you know, if it, if it benefits the client by talking about how, yeah, you had self-limiting beliefs around, you know, X, Y, and Z, and that caused anxiety. Um, I think sometimes that can help someone feel less alone in what they're going through. Yes, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And um, so when clients do work with you, typically, are they working across a broad range of things? Or do you tend to specialize in certain things like self-limiting beliefs? Or uh, if someone wants to start a business or attract their ideal partner to kind of work with a range of people? So I'm, I'm quite new to this process currently, and therefore, I wouldn't say there's a specific specialization, but it's definitely not um, uh, business orientated. It's definitely mm -hmm. more about uh, your life goals otherwise in terms of um, addressing limiting beliefs for sure, I would say, and addressing purpose. So I kind of like to see myself as more of a purpose coach to be specific um, at the moment where uh, I'm, I'm able to, we, we, I mean, we basically talk more about the topic of um, achieving dreams that you, you know, an ideal vision that you have 
in terms of yes relationship family dynamics even your career um but i would definitely not say it's specialized to you know business coaching or just um you know uh relationship coaching or anything specific like that um but what i do believe at the same time is that the tools that you will learn apply to every area in your life and i feel like once you pinpoint a blockage for a client it really changes the game for them and what i've seen is once you're able to release that blockage or limiting belief in one area of your life it sort of has a domino effect on all other areas and um as you develop self awareness you just start asking better questions to yourself more powerful questions and in turn i think you just reflect more and then you're able to give more um to every area of your life or at least decide how much you want to give um because often the cases our values and our core beliefs are something else but our actions uh, actually become something completely different so we're sort of misaligned and when when we get more aligned we automatically are in a space where we're we're attracting what we need and actually what we're meant to do and what our purpose is right that's such an important point cuz i think you know a lot of people whatever culture society they grow up in there's already expectations that that are placed upon them and they end up potentially fulfilling them and and then they get to this point where they're like I'm not happy you know um and so it's really kind of about unpacking like what your purpose is and and what you want to do in life so that's that's yeah. super transformative Yes, yes, exactly. It's definitely a transformative process. I think yeah, if if you could sum it up in one word, um for sure. And and it's always just wonderfully reward like it it's so rewarding actually to just be able to work with someone and and then see that they're able to adopt new healthy patterns and uh healthy ways of behaving which maybe were not there before and they're able to implement it into their lives and suddenly they're just feeling better and they're um just just yeah transform like their life has been transformed so it's just a wonderful um rewarding process too that's so great yeah and i've talked to i have um a few friends who are coaches and i've talked to coaches on this podcast and it seems like it's just a mutually beneficial relationship too cuz i'm sure when you work with someone and you're like they're leveling up in their life and they're attracting what they want it just it's really cool when you are like oh i help facilitate that yeah for sure it is it's really rewarding and i think it yeah like you said it's give and take i think you know you you take a lot from it too because you're constantly learning and um it's definitely not about being a guru and someone else is just a student i think as a coach it is you you're learning something with each experience with each conversation so um i would definitely agree with that yeah that's so cool where can the the listeners out there find out more about you and your work Yes, thank you. Well, um so I'm pretty active on on social media. I do have a an an acting profile which is separate, which is Anita Annie I am and then you can find the Unplugged with Annie page which is everything got to do with the podcast. Um coaching is something which I I work with only a 
very few clients at a time just because everything else that I'm doing and also because I want to make sure that I'm completely 100% available for them. It's not something that uh, I'm looking to scale as such as a business. It's something which I um, truly feel privileged to be able to do and just, you know, work with very few people at a time and give them my sole attention. But if you did wish to work with me, there's more information on the website, which is unpluggedanny.com. And you can send me a message through there. And um, usually there's a small initial consultation process. And then if we both feel that we'd love to work with each other, we can, we can take it from there. So that's the best way to contact me. That's all great. And I'll make sure to put everything in the show notes too. Thank you so much. That wraps up our episode with Anisha. I hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, take care.